You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 14. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you ever wonder how strong your relationships are with your clients? You might think you have great relationships, and hopefully you do. But are some of your clients one-time customers? And other clients are raving fans. If so, what makes the difference? I mean, you're the same person. You have the same products and services for everyone. But why are some of the, the clients a little bit closer to you, or should I say, why are you a little bit closer to some of those clients than others? Well, if you don't know how to strengthen your relationships with your clients, know this. You are not alone. And here's what I mean. In fact, at some point, every financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, branch manager, and even agency managers feel like they have some clients that they're more connected to than others. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You could keep doing what you're doing and hoping that you make a better connection, or you could learn how to understand what I call the client's evolution. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the client's evolution. So if you're ready to make better connections with your clients, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to understand the client's evolution? Because if you don't learn where each client is on the client's evolution, and you don't know how to move them up to the next level, you most likely never will. And here's what I mean. You see, it's no secret that financial advisors and insurance agents want to have a client base made up of loyal clients, raving fans. But most advisors and agents don't take the time to fully understand why some clients are one-time customers and other clients are lifetime advocates. In other words, why some clients are raving fans. It's in the not knowing what to do to convert customers into raving fans that makes it almost impossible to do it. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, to help you to understand and have more awareness of each level of the client's evolution and to help you to know what to do to move these clients up to the next level. We're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding the client's evolution so that you understand the reasons why you are more connected to some clients than you are others. Second, the four levels of the client's evolution so that you understand what level every client's at. And third, understanding why clients evolve so you can have a client base full of advocates or raving fans. Now, before we jump into the three things that we're going to learn today, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like if your clients were all raving fans? Would you feel more energized? Would you feel more empowered in your business? And would you like your business more? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Understanding 
the client's evolution. Let's take a brief look at what I call the client's evolution, an evolution that we all have with our clients to some degree, so that you can better comprehend how you can build client relationships that last a lifetime. In a previous podcast, I mentioned the advisor's evolution, which was a process that you go through from rookie to retirement. This is similar in that it's a process, but different in that it's not what stage of your business life cycle you're on right now, but it's about your level of relationships that you have with your clients right now. Here's what I mean. Think of McDonald's, for instance. It's estimated that McDonald's has been serving well over 300 billion hamburgers since its founding. But the company officially stopped keeping count somewhere somewhere around 1994, which is why the restaurant signs either say over 99 billion served or billions and billions served. You do not want to be McDonald's. I'm sure you want their revenue, but you don't want customers that are willing to cross the street to get a better price. Instead, you want advocates. You want advocates that bring their friends to you. See, the reality is that you want strangers to become clients and clients to become friends and those friends to continue bringing their friends to you, which here again are new strangers. And I got to tell you a quick story that happened years ago. I don't know if you remember this movie, the movie Jerry Maguire. It came out back in, way back in 1996. And it was a movie where Tom Cruise played the lead part of Jerry Maguire, a sports agent. And in that movie, Jerry Maguire decides that he's going to create this mission statement and tell all of, his, tell all of the uh, athletes what he does and who he works with and so on. And to say the things that he can't say or isn't supposed to say. At any rate, when I saw that movie, I thought to myself, what I'm going to do, and this is way back in 1996, is create a mission statement. And so that's what I did. I found a template, put it together, and on the cover, right under my picture, it said, strangers become clients, clients become friends. And so I started cold calling with this. And I would call people and I'd say, hi, Joe, this is Dan Finley with, at the time, A.G. Edwards. Hey, the reason for my call is... I'm sending you my mission statement, and if you see any value in what I do for my clients, would you have 15 or 20 minutes to sit down to tell me a little bit about yourself and see if we're a fit? And if they came back and they said, "Uh, no, I probably wouldn't sit down with you, but you can send it anyway, I'd say, well, I appreciate that, but thanks for your time. I, I don't send information just to send information, but you have a great day, and I'd hang up. And so what happened from that was if prospects would say, yeah, you know, I might be interested, say, great, and I'd send it out. So a week would go by and I would do a follow-up call and I'd introduce myself and I'd say, hi, this is Dan Finley with A.G. Edwards here in Milwaukee. Hey, the reason for my call is last week I introduced myself and I said I was sending my mission statement out and I sent it out to you. Now, before I sent it out to you, I did ask you if you saw any value in what I do Would you have 15 or 20 minutes of time, your time, to get together to talk about your situation and your goals? And you said yes. So I got to ask, did you see any value in anything that I do for my clients? 
And here's what happened from that. I had a lot of people set appointments with me. And one of those people, I remember as if it were yesterday, one of those people was an executive. He ran a television station. Now, he wasn't very old. He was only 40. But at the time, I thought he was old because I was a lot younger then. But at any rate, he ran a television station. And when we were sitting down in that first meeting, he said, you know the reason why you're here? And I said, because I called and introduced myself and and followed up and we set an appointment. And he said, because you sent that mission statement. And I read, strangers become clients and clients become friends. I said, really? He said, yeah. I recently moved here from Texas, and I'm looking for a friend to help me manage my money. And sure enough, he became a client. The point of that story is, is that I think people want to work with people that they like. In fact, people want a friend to manage their investments and their insurance. And that's what we're going to talk about next. The four levels of the client's evolution and how to move to the next level. Level one, the customer. So over 29 years ago, I began building my business by following a simple piece of advice that I got from my branch manager. Find a good double tax-free municipal bond and tell everybody you can about it. That's what he said anyway. And so I followed his advice. Although it really wasn't that good of advice, and I'll explain why in a second. As an eager rookie, I just couldn't wait to make those calls. And eventually, I actually did open up a lot of accounts. Double tax-free municipal bonds were things that a certain target market wanted. And I thought these people that I was opening accounts with, these clients, would be what I called forever clients. Unfortunately, I soon realized that many of my forever clients were really one-time customers. People who had decided to buy that product, that double tax-free municipal bond that I had. And they were trying to find the best yield. So I get that. And it, and it didn't matter who they bought it from. And I get that too. But at the time, I didn't get any of that. Some of those individuals did buy additional bonds. But for the most part, they were one-time customers. And I didn't know this at the time was a product pusher. So if you have several, quote, customers working with you or in your client base, and you'd like to make stronger relationships with them, you have to find a way to show your value. You see, my value was this. I had a double tax-free municipal bond that had a a yield that they wanted. That was it. But one of the best ways to, to show your value is to stop being a product pusher and start being a problem solver. And what you do you'll find that they need your help even more. And that's how you convert them from a one-time customer into a client. Level two, the client. So as my practice grew, I, I decided to take a different approach. I decided to create financial plans for people. And what this did is it started the relationship off on probably a little bit more of a solid ground. And here's what I mean. So what I was doing is I would try to open the door to create a solid connection from the start because I'd identify a specific need that they had. 
And then I'd show them the products and services that could fit that need. So it was a different way to look at this. But as a result, what I was doing is I was creating clients. And let me explain what I mean. So I was sitting down with a woman and I was doing my traditional double tax-free municipal bond conversation originally with her. And she had said, well, let's do this. I don't have any money available right now, but it will come due in two weeks. So why don't you call me then? So I called her then, two weeks later. And she said, um, yep, I have that money coming due. Do you still have that double, double tax-free municipal bond? And I said, no, I actually don't. That one's gone, long gone, but I have others. And something dawned on me. I asked her a quick question. Why do you want double tax-free municipal bonds? And she said, well, I buy a lot of double tax-free municipal bonds and I'm retired, but I retired early. And... uh but I'd want to meet you before we ever do business. So here was the interesting part. We set an appointment, and I went out to her house. I sat down with her, and I got to know her a little bit better, and what I realized was she didn't need a double tax-free municipal bond at all. In fact, I didn't do a financial plan for this woman specifically, but I got into a deeper conversation, and I said, hey, I brought out the inventory. I want to show you the inventory, but I'm kind of curious. You're retired. Do you have, are you in a high tax bracket? And she said, no, I retired early. I'm not in a high tax bracket. Everything's paid for. I just buy these because they're safe. And I said, well, you know, they, they, the value can go down. And so I explained to her how that works. Interest rates go up. Bond prices could, could go down. And I said, this, this money that just came due, what is it earmarked for? And she told me, well, it's earmarked for if I have to go into a nursing home. And I said, if you had to go, or if you went into an assisted living, do you know where you'd go? Sure enough, she did. She told me, I'd go to San Camelo. Now, I happen to know that San Camelo was one of the most expensive nursing homes or assisted living slash nursing homes that was in Milwaukee at the time. Now, the reason I knew that is because I'd been there. I had visited an ex-girlfriend's grandmother with her when we were together. Now, the point of all that is, is that it was a beautiful place and it was brand new. And I had asked this woman, do you think San Camelo is going to be less expensive or more expensive when you need to go into it, if you do need to go into it? She said, well, it'll be at least 10 years, if not longer, so it'll be more expensive. I said, exactly. Do you think you need income from this money right now or growth? She said, well, I need growth. And I said, then why would you want to buy something that's going to get you double tax-free income? She said, I wouldn't. I said, exactly. What do you think you need? And she said, I need something that's going to get me growth. And I said, that's exactly what I'm about to show you. And so I showed her a strategy, and you've probably seen it too. I won't go into the specifics, but I showed her this strategy, and sure enough, she became a client because I wasn't a product pusher. I was a problem solver. And that creates a new level of the client evolution. Level three, the friend. So I just told you a story about a woman that needed the right solution 
and she was about to buy a product because I could have easily been the product pusher. What I didn't tell you is the difference between the customer and the client is the level of the relationship. A customer leaves you because of price. A client stays, regardless of the price, because of you. Now, the reason I'm telling you this now is because it intensifies when you become a friend. See, after a number of years, I noticed that some of my clients had turned into friends, and some even close friends. And just as my friendships evolve, and just as any friendships evolve, with communication and respect, so does the advisor-client or the agent-client relationship. And ironically, I never started out to form these friendships, you know, with these clients, but they did over time. And when I showed genuine interest in their lives, I realized they showed genuine interest in mine. See, I like these people. And you want to work with people that you like. Life is short. So you should work with people that you like, and they should work with people that they like and trust as well. See, they were no longer just clients to me, but they turned into friends and friends that I wanted to help. Friends that I wanted to help with their financial goals. So by the time... 1996 came around, and Jerry Maguire came out, I already had the mentality that strangers become clients, clients become friends. Here's what I didn't know, that I'd already mapped out the beginning of the client's evolution. Now, years later, I remember I was sitting down with a client, we did a review, and afterwards, we were talking about just what's going on in his life, and he said, I just finished restoring a classic car. And I said, tell me all about it. He told me all about it. Now, I could have easily let it go at that point and said, that's great. But instead, I said, you know, that's the same year of a classic car that my brother has that's not restored. And then we got into that conversation. The next thing you know, I called him up and I said, hey, I've got the keys if you want to come on over. Why don't you take a look at it? My brother lives far away. He lives in Colorado. At any rate, I called him and he said, yeah, let him take it out. So the next thing you know, we're in this classic car of my brother's. And long story short, eventually he bought the car from my brother and restored it. And so what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at here is that when you turn that relationship from client to a friend, you'll find that you've got a better client base. And that client base wants to make sure that you succeed as well. And that goes to the next level. Level four, the advocate, AKA the raving fan. At some point in my career, I realized that there was a select group of clients whom I had formed these friendships with that had become even better friends. And these were the friends that were interested in my success. I had developed a level of professional and personal trust with these people. And they were absolutely convinced that I wanted to help them, which I did, and I do. I want to help all my clients. And what I realized was is that when I realized that I had what I now call advocates or raving fans in a good way, not idolizing me or anything like that, but they wanted to make sure that I succeeded. I also realized 
that a lot of these clients were willing to help me succeed by introducing them, introducing me, that is, to their friends and their family. In addition, some of these people started sharing their own experiences with me in their businesses because I worked with a lot of business owners. And so they would share their experiences and on staffing, on branding, on marketing, and they'd give me their input on mine as well. But I got to tell you a quick story that happened recently. I was in a meeting with three people that were as high up as you can go in a large brokerage firm in the training department. And they had asked me a little bit about what I do and how I do it. And I said, you know, you're actually the fifth generation referral. And one of them said, what does that mean? And I said, well, I have a client that you know, and I said the guy's name, and they all knew him, who gave me another client who gave me a referral, who became a client, and they all knew him, who gave me another client, they all knew her, who gave me another client, who they all knew as well, because that was the person that gave me the referral of one of the three people that were sitting in that meeting with me or on the Zoom call with me. They were all kind of stunned at that. And I said, well, it's happened more than once. Other clients of mine have given me referrals that have given me referrals and so on. And, and I think it's a great way to grow the business because what you now have are raving fans. Or the fourth level of the client's evolution, which is the advocate. And so when you're able to do that, you've now gone to a whole nother level of connecting with your client base. So I mentioned that we go over three things in this podcast. First, understanding the client's evolution. Check. We did that. Second, the four levels of the client's evolution. Check. We did that too. And third, why clients evolve. So that you can have a client base full of raving fans. That's what we're going to talk about now. Why clients evolve. So I'm sure by now you might relate to having clients that are at every stage that I had mentioned. The customer, the client, the friend, the advocate. The secret to evolve your client base is to evolve as an advisor yourself. It's simple, but it's not easy. I just want to give you a warning. Clients evolve because you evolve. And here's what I mean. So at level one, when I had customers, I was a product pusher. I had one product, and I tried to tell as many people about it. <laughs> My branch manager told me to do that. And then he told me to switch to another product, and another product, and so on. But then I evolved. I evolved to level two, where I had clients. You see, at that point, I was a problem solver. Tell me your situation. Let's figure out the challenges. And let's find the solutions. And then I evolved to level three, where these people were friends. Well, I evolved because I was a friend first. I wanted to find out about them, and I was genuinely interested and still am. You see, every client that I have today, every advisor, agent, wholesaler, branch manager, agency manager that I work with, I consider a friend. And your clients should feel that way about you as well and vice versa. 
then, when I evolved to the next level, and my clients evolved to becoming advocates, they evolved because I was interested in their success first. You see, when you're interested in their success, they're interested in yours. But you don't want to do it in a way to try to be manipulative. You have to genuinely want to have them be successful. And not just in their investments and their, you know, their their insurances. But generally, how is their life going? Is there anything that you can help them with? And it reminds me of, of a client that I had years ago who said one of the things that he really, really likes to do is to be a connector. And what he meant by that was he would connect people that he knew to other people that he knew. If somebody needed a loan, a business loan, he knew a banker for them to talk to. And the list goes on and on. He just knew a lot of people. He would network people together, not to get anything out of it, but to help everyone out of it. So if you want to take your clients to the next level and your entire client base to the next level, then you need to evolve to the next level. And that creates a new level of the client evolution. So I want to tell you one quick story, and it's more of, a, uh, of an evaluation that has happened over the years. And here's what I mean. When somebody's been in the business for a long time, 30 years, 40 years, and so on, and they've developed this relationship, this level of relationships with their clients, here's what I found. Advisors and agents that build their business and create this friendship base and this advocate base, eventually when they get to the point of retirement, a lot of times they don't want to retire. And the reason is, is because they don't want to leave that friendship base. Now, I'm not saying that those people wouldn't be friends afterwards, but what I am saying is they want to they make sure that they, if they had to, to leave, that they'd leave them in capable hands. And the reason that I bring that up is because more and more, the older I get and the, the older my client base gets, the more I've realized that it's so important to have a great plan. If you're a financial advisor or insurance agent or wholesaler and so on, to have a great plan before you retire. You see, if this is you, then we most likely need to talk because it's important to build a plan to help your clients. That way, you evolve as an advisor and they evolve as a client. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like.
Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.